When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As driven, ambitious Christian entrepreneurs, how do we grow our business in a way that honors Christ? From seeking Him first in all of our business dealings, being surrendered to His will, and knowing exactly where and how we can make an impact through our business for the furtherance of His kingdom. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, and these are just some of the topics my guest and I will be discussing in the hope that we may inspire and empower you to walk strongly in your faith so you can build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode. So my guest today says, when you understand how to communicate emotion, well, then you can understand how to take any story and turn it into a sales message. Sharing more about that on today's show is Holly Williams. Now, Holly is a conversion copywriter who helps women entrepreneurs learn how to effectively sell using her story flow method. Now, on today's show, Holly is specifically going to share with us that business is something Jesus wants to do with us and that daily prayer meetings with Jesus will help you build his business his way. How renewing her mind and resting in the promise of Romans 8 1 has allowed her and of course us when she shares a little bit more about that in today's uh, show how to move forward in business at all times. She's also going to give us a live example using the story flow method and will show us how we can take any story and turn it into a sales email. Welcome to the show Holly. Hi, I'm so excited to be here, Emery. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Me. Loving that uh, you're going to be talking about this particular topic, which mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that you have had many conversations over many years, particularly with Christian entrepreneurs. The topic of sales and, and sales and so forth in yeah. the business world is something that many people tend to struggle with. But then you you bring into the mix the Christians, uh, you know, it's one of those things, sales, oh, you know. But before we dive into that, share a little bit about your journey and how you got into the business that you're doing today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to share. So my name is Holly Williams, and my journey is uh, a story in and of itself. I uh, started actually because I wrote a novel, and it won an award and a, a whole publishing contract and everything. And I needed to figure out how to market this book. Uh, it was a self-publishing. And so I took this course on marketing, And um, in this Facebook group, you know, people kept posting, hey, you know, here's my website. And what do you think? And I was like, I think we could say that better. And so I started like tweaking different people's, um, you know, words on their website or their social media. And I just had a knack for it. And somebody said, you know, I think you're a copywriter. And so I had never heard of that. Um, so I looked it up and I was like, oh, there's so many kinds of copywriters. Like there's a content copywriter, there's, um, social media copywriting, um, there's conversion copywriting. And that's what I really fell in love with. It is sales focused. 
And um, it actually relies very heavily on research and data. And then you take that research and data or what I like to call, you take the conversation that's happening in your client's head or your customer's head, and you turn that into words, marketable words that make them feel, know, like, and trust you and identify that you're the solution that they've been looking for. So mm -hmm. I love doing that. I love the science and the art mixed together with that. And it brings me a lot of joy to help my customers get the right message to their, um, or my clients get the right message to their customers. Yeah, I love that. What's interesting about that is how others were able to see in you a strength, a talent, a gift um, that you didn't even realize was a thing and a valuable thing, I'm yeah. sure, for, for clients. Because this is an area that I know many uh, people struggle with, not only putting content together than the right words, but then as you have so beautifully explained or, or uh, shared with us, what does conversion mean? That brings a whole other element to it. And share before we get into that business meeting is something that Jesus wants to do with us share a little bit more about you said there's there's science and there's data as well because I I feel that maybe that that's an area that many of us lack we don't have the right kind of data when you talk about data what do you mean yeah so what I typically do and, and my process when people hire me to work with them is the very first thing we do is we do research so I'm doing surveys I'm interviewing your customers I'm interviewing people who've asked for refunds from you or maybe left with your company if I'm doing e-com work typically or maybe they returned a product we really want to dial into what are people's uh, desires what do they want from your product or your offer or your course whatever it is you're selling what um what hesitations do they have what is stopping them what are their habits that they're currently doing because your copy really needs to address how you're going to move them from what they're currently doing into taking the next step and going with you so taking the time to really uncover people's motivations people's desires really will inform the best copy that you have. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing. It's so important. And often I find, and, and you probably have found with clients as well, we're so excited about wanting to get our solution out to our clients because we do know that it will support them, that we haven't taken the time to lay the foundations. And that is the research and ensuring that we are very familiar with yeah, the, the things that our ideal clients are looking for. Uh, let's talk about the business is something that Jesus wants to do with us and that daily prayer meetings with Jesus help you build his business his way. Share a bit more about uh, how this has worked in your business and how we can leverage this too. Well, daily business, uh, business meetings with Jesus is still a habit I'm establishing. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm this super pro, but I've gone the route of leaning on my own understanding, <laughs> leaning on my own strength. <laughs> and, and I've had this idea like, okay, I'll just go to prayer and I'll ask Jesus what he wants me to do. And then I'll just take off and do it. And like, oh, look, God, I'm doing great things for you. Or I'm, I'm doing the, I'm using the gifts you've given me. Um, and God's kind of been over to the side. And in the last uh, six months, the Lord has really in invited me to look at things differently where he wants to be with me. He wants to do work with me. And so those daily prayer meetings is first of all, just checking in with him and really being sensitive to the spirit of God mm -hmm. and saying, you know, Lord, this is what I want to do today. Do you have a different plan? What what's here? Uh, should I, 
how, what would ministry look like in my work today with the people I come in contact with? Um, how can I be sensitive to your spirit? And then really just asking the Lord for Holy, for Holy Spirit ideas, you know, like what Jesus, I want to do something that's never been done before. I want to represent a new idea in a new way. Like we're tapping into the creativity of the one who made this world and the one who created all things like that's a really creative place. That's more powerful than chat. Why would we not? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what's it's interesting so as you say that, Holly, and I think we are all we are all on that journey. It's an on and it's an ongoing daily uh, thing, and so it should. When we talk about um, renewing of our, our mind, how important that is to do daily. But I remember listening to one of my mentors from years ago, and she has done significant um, experience in the area of Facebook advertising and has spent millions of dollars. She she said, I would never and have never written an ad copy or any copy that she hadn't prayed first and asked, you know, for uh, guidance. And why wouldn't we, as yeah. you as you said, because we can go often, and, and this is my question to you, what have yeah. you noticed since you started doing that? What I, well, what really came to light is how much I didn't trust the Lord. Like I, Jesus, you can be Lord of every area of my life, but this one. Right. Like I, really, right. And I wanted, there was something I, I wanted to prove to myself, like I can do it and all this stuff and just a lot of pride really. And so just spending time with the Lord, I realized like, I want to trust him in this area. I want to grow in relationship and, and know him as my father, who's so good and, and knows more than I do. And he can mentor me in this. And um, it just took a really different approach. So my mindset has changed a lot more yeah. and my willingness to be still. I think when before how I was kind of running my business was there, there was probably a desperation of just like, oh, I, I need to make money or I, you know, I need to keep a roof over my head. There's a lot of fear fueling some of my business decisions. And now I'm I'm really operating out of peace and trust and and the Lord's just taking me on a really exciting journey and into spaces that I would have never seen for myself. So, yeah. I mean, and, and as we know, he can open doors that we could not have been able to do ourselves were it not for the for the people that he had placed along the path, you know, our path and so forth. And, you know, when we do that, there are opportunities that we may think, um, this is a really great opportunity, but the Lord might say no. And then we think, really? Really? And then down the track, there is a far greater opportunity. So, you know, within that there, yeah, I get it. it and I've had many conversations with people who have really gotten to that stage with this really surrendering. And, of course, there is, and this is, I'd love your thoughts on this too. I mean, everybody, I, I guess, would have a different um, story and journey, if you will, there was often where you'd write your list and you'd do your things and you'd say, Lord, bless this, please, kind of a thing, you know, whereas yes. now it's doing it more, um, what's the word, not cooperatively, uh, but, but with interdependence, yeah. if you will, on, on yeah. the Lord. And you find that when you do that, you can be in step. You know? Yeah, and I think what's really beautiful is um, like, I really believe you can hear God's voice and, and interact with him that way. And so that's kind of the experience that I have with God. And um, one thing that I really love is like, sometimes I really sense like he's, he's asking for my idea, yeah. you know, in it. And I just, you know, it makes me want to tear up because I'm like, oh, like this matters to you that I have the idea as well. And not just, oh, look, I'm tapping into God and this, you know, mm -hmm. this incredible brain and mind and all that stuff. It's like, 
There's times where he's trusting me to come up with an idea and, um, and work in partnership with him. And it, it's just so beautiful. And it, it just, there's so much confidence when your heavenly father is really leading you, but also beside you. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I think also too, when we think about business and we think about ministry, how often um, we separate the two, whereas our business is our ministry, isn't it? We just Sunday, um, one of the pastors that was preaching at our church said, you, meaning the congregation, can have more impact out in the world than I ever could have. He said, because I go to a meeting and I say I'm a pastor, everyone kind of, you know, backs off and doesn't kind of go, you know, if it's a if, if it's um, a secular event. But he said, you can just through your dealings have far more impact and the opportunity to influence mm. than what I would. And I think that this is a wonderful reminder that we can glorify him in everything that we we do but it starts with attitude and it starts with the willingness to say you know to to be in prayer and um mm. discussions I think through the day too isn't it that yeah he's there yeah and there's mm. some really unique opportunities you bring up a good point because I uh, I'm somebody who's very passionate about the Lord I love Jesus very much and sometimes I would be like oh do I need to be like serving Christian people only you know yeah. so I have those shared values or do I work for companies that you know, maybe we have values aligned, but you know, they're not necessarily Christian. And I kind of was like, I don't know what to do. I got really in my head about it. And, um, but the opportunities that I've had to share the gospel with people, because I've shown up because I've been excellent, what I do, because I bring the Christian approach of like, I actually want to serve you. Like I'm here to serve your dream and vision and to do it something really well for you. That's, um, and not bring ego to the table is really rare in the business world. Right. And so it's given me opportunity to share the gospel or build these relationships with people that I actually care about who I'm working with in a deeper way. And um, it's opened up really unique uh, opportunities. I've gotten to pray with people and that's not necessarily something you could do in a corporate office setting anymore. (laughs) So being able to do this online and have this digital um, business and opportunity has been really, really unique. And uh, again, God's opened doors that I wouldn't have expected. Yeah. I had a conversation, it was an interview on uh, this podcast with an organisation who biblical principles and said, do you know that not once have we really um, had a conversation about the Lord with someone unless it was prompted by them? We just did our business. We prayed for them. Obviously, the the people who love the Lord would pray um, for everybody in the organisation. And he said, we have we have led or had the opportunity um, to have the Holy Spirit lead 500 people to him. And he said that all just came from loving them, from, you know, biblically uh, the way that Jesus would have uh, approached everything. And isn't that awesome? It was just through their behaviour. You act a different way. You respond differently. What is it? You yeah. know, people notice that was, and it's not hard these days. I mean, let's face it, yeah. being the light in the world, <laughs> not hard these days. <laughs> well, and I, I think if I was to give any tips to anybody, um, the thing that you can, when you can create a posture with your clients and your customers of, I'm here to serve you. Like I'm really, I'm really here to see you be excellent and do great. And I'm going to go above and beyond to do that. And I, people can tell when you're in it for a money grab. Yes. And I've had so many people comment just on, we want to keep working with you. Like you care so much about our business. 
And I just think that isn't that the response of a Christian that we would come alongside and care and really um, nurture and, and grow something that has been entrusted to us. So um, just being faithful with the little really can open the door for, yeah. for being faithful with much. Yeah. You know, I don't, and this is a such a wonderful reminder for all of us who are believers, because we often forget that when we enter a room, we have Holy Spirit in us. We, and through our attitudes and with our angelic hosts, and I'm sure we all have guardian angels, and I'm sure we have many, many more that step in, we can change atmospheres, you know. And you you can see how significant we can when you see secular banning people from praying outside Mm -hmm. of various places. Really? Well, location doesn't matter. We can pray from a a hundred miles away. That's not going to stop the Lord. But really, when people are stopped in prayer and just, you know, just being um, who we are and and that, that I think we often forget that, don't we, as Christians, we can step in. Um, Yeah, I I love to think on God's sovereignty quite often. And I always think God will not be stopped. Like what he wants to accomplish, what he wants to do, he will not be stopped. And like you're saying, there might be atmospheres where, hey, you're not allowed to do that, but God will not be stopped. And so you can just show up (laughs) and just be obedient to whatever God's telling you to do. And I mean, and and with that too, I've also had to walk away from some some pretty big paying clients Um, in some of the writing that I've done. All of a sudden, um, you know, the person I'm working with suddenly goes really woo-woo new age. And there's been times where I've had to just meet with them. Sometimes you, if I have a relationship with them, I've had to say, hey, listen, you know, as a Christian believer, I can no longer work with you in step. And that's led to a conversation. In other situations, you don't need to go as in depth to that. You can just say, hey, you know what, I think you're going in a new direction. I'm excited for you, but like, I need to go move somewhere else. And, um, but there have been times where um, obedience to the Lord has been like, Jesus, no, I, you know, like, (laughs) I had my whole quarter three mapped out. This, You know, and, uh, and the Lord just said, like, no, you need to trust me. And just to be obedient with the Lord and to follow him has been, uh, has been an adventure, right? Because uh, do I really believe that he will take care of me, provide for me, um, you know, lead me and guide me? Then, then saying some of those hard yeses, um, that again is being that faithful with little. Like I want to be faithful with what God entrusts to me. Yeah. You know, I think that makes an impact too. I mean, definitely, totally understand because as a writer, you really have to get into that. And it, and for, for us as Christians, if we had a client like that, we would not feel that we were able to give our best work because we would be sitting in our minds thinking this is just, you know, yeah, yeah. and that would be yeah. very difficult too. But, you know, from a position of that someone would walk away from a contract because of this, wow, I think that yeah. that so, you know, leave um, an impression. But I think it certainly leaves an impression with the Lord that will not go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And as we know, yeah. when a door closes or a window closes a door, an opportunity always ends up um, coming down the path. Let's talk about renewing your mind. That is one of my most oh, yeah. favourite. I have lots. You know, we have so many favourite Bible verses because there's Bible verses that we can declare for different times and seasons of our lives. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about renewing your mind and resting in the promise of Romans 8.1. If yeah. you've got that handy, that would be lovely for you to, to read this out. But yeah. you say that Romans 8.1 has allowed you to move forward in business at 
all times. Yes. Okay. So let me just pull up um, the exact wording because I, I have certain parts of it memorized, right? And then, uh, <laughs> you know, as, as you get older, all of a sudden you're finding that your uh, memory is... Paraphrasing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So it's there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And so something that um, was really challenging for me is uh, just in my own personal life, I had gone through a very messy divorce and um, it was just, you know, it was a situation I had left and gone back to left and gone back to. And, uh, you know, just tried, tried very hard to make it work. And it was an utter failure. And so there was just so much in my mind that when it came to like, I can't get on Instagram, like I'm a cautionary tale, you know, of like failure, like don't do marriage the way she did it, you know, and, and I just, there was so much condemnation in my mind about, you know, how I could have done things better, how I could have done things differently. Like, why was, why did it all fall apart? And it really had me stalled, right? And it does take some time to work through those really big feelings, because, you know, you really, you, nobody wants to see their family break apart. Um, so I was really stuck in that. And so when it took time to like, actually, um, you know, pitch the first time I was like, okay, that's going to be $12,000. You know, I thought I was, like I broke it out into hives and I was like, I, I don't think I could ever say this to somebody that that's how much it's going to cost, you know? And I just had so much um, negativity in my brain. Yeah. And it wasn't until the Lord just gently called me back to like, Hey, let's, let's camp out on this scripture. He's like, I'm not condemning you. Like you're condemning you, you're continually beating yourself up. And this is not something I'm doing. Like, I don't flog, I don't flog you. Like Jesus took the flogging, stop beating yourself up with all these negative thoughts. And it was just realizing like Christ is my propitiation. He has taken all of the sin for me. So I, I don't have to live condemned in my mind. I don't have to live um, oppressed with these thoughts and just meditating on the goodness of God and on his character and on who he is really helped navigate for me and also like introduced me into grief. Like I really needed to grieve in that situation. Mm -hmm. And Psalms is such a beautiful story of grief for us because true grief, true sadness, true honesty before the Lord will always lead us into worship, will always lead us into saying, but yet. You are the one who lifts my head. Even so, you are the one who will redeem. And so to, to really move through the condemnation that was in my brain, I needed to engage in grief mm -hmm. and walk through that and allow the Lord to comfort me and to walk with me. There's a beautiful scripture. I think it's in Matthew where it says, Jesus walked out to the lonely places to pray. And I was in a time of prayer and just being lonely before the Lord, feeling so, you know, just a lot of condemnation in my mind. And Jesus gave me that scripture and he's like, invite me. Like, I will walk out to the lonely places in your heart and I will pray and I will bring life there. And it was just this beautiful realization that I am never alone. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. And just with that friendship with the Lord, you know, why would I want to do business any other way than with this wonderful 
Lord who will come and know me in my deepest moments of pain and sadness and bring me to triumph and walk me through this. And so my business has really been a tool of discipleship with Jesus where he's had me step out in faith and trust him and, you know, see his finances differently, see confidence differently, see other people differently. It's, it's just been such a gift. And so going back to Romans 8, uh, 1 is that, and I just want to encourage anybody, there's lots of times where we stop ourselves from maybe posting on Instagram or saying something out loud, but um, that your mind is trying to condemn you. Don't yes. let it. Beautiful, beautiful. Jesus wants you to step out and do the thing he's called you to do. Yeah, so true because, you know, so often um, the enemy tries to keep us there, doesn't he? Because then we don't walk in the fullness of what God has promised. Oh, sorry, you can finish. Go, go, go. I going to say uh, one thing that really helped me was my pastor had preached this message and I was really battling uh, stepping out. You know, and and he was preaching on step when Peter stepped out of the boat and he said, you know, we are, he said, everybody always freaks out about Peter stepping out of the boat. They're like, oh, but it was, he was so safe, you know, like he did something so dangerous. And he goes, the boat is a, is an illusion that it's safe. What's safe about the boat? They're on a storm. There's waves. Like the only thing that's safe about this boat is that they're all together. Like it could capsize at any moment. It could take on water and sink. Like what makes you think the boat is safe? And it was just this really big idea for me to realize that I was staying locked in this place of condemnation because I believed it was safe to stay there. And God was calling me out of that. And this place wasn't safe. This condemnation wasn't safe. So moving towards Jesus is always the safest bet. And so that was really healing to me. Yeah. And that healing process, I think we often, well, when I say we often, there can be times where we do get stuck in that condemnation and we end up continuously condemning ourselves because we know we're sinners, but Jesus has paid the price. Mm -hmm. And there's the difference. We know we're sinners and we do need to repent. We do need to ask Mm -hmm. for forgiveness. Of course, that's true. But we can do it with a sense standing on that sense of freedom rather than that condemnation. There's a difference, isn't there? There's a difference knowing and and I I absolutely agree with what you've said there there comes this um such a thankfulness and mm-hmm. a wanting to worship that it does bring you to tears isn't it but it's a mm-hmm. completely different feeling than feeling very weighed down in condemnation in shame whatever it is guilt often too that comes from that but the lord takes you through that heals what you need to mm-hmm. be you know, from and through so that it doesn't become a trigger that keeps you stuck. Because I think there are so many people that are either suppressed or oppressed by the spirit of condemnation that the Lord has said, I have set you free from that. Stop bringing that on yourself all the time and see it through street, see yourself through my eyes and what I have said, not through what the enemy keeps trying to remind you. And sometimes we don't need the enemy, as you said, reminding. We do the reminding for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is where those quiet uh, business meetings with Jesus in the morning really help because I I try to incorporate. um, Sometimes I go through a new scripture every day or just take one and, and and just meditate on that scripture all week. But when you do that, it's it's renewing your mind and 
there's so many, it's so interesting, like the scripture that God will give you that week, like the lifter of my head, right? In Psalm two or three, two, I think. Um, there's so, it's so interesting how much happens in the week and you're like, oh, God wants to lift my head in this situation. He's the one who's going to lift me up. I don't have to, um, I don't have to force, I don't have to make this happen. Like God is here with me. And so just taking that time to have scripture throughout the day, um, it's so neat how the Holy Spirit wants to play with that and have it show up at different moments in the day. And you just, it's kind of like you have this little nudge from him where he's like, yeah, I'm here. Like, yeah. hey, here's where this, here's where we can connect over the scripture again. Yeah. And, you know, those conversations you realize too, I found uh, that uh, he has a sense of humor as well. I remember <laughs> one time in my prayer kind of saying, oh, Lord, if you would just write it down so that I could read through it. Um, I can't remember what it was that I wanted writing down and reading through. And my head sort of turned and said, I did. It's in that book there. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, because there, yeah. I had an interview just um, recently with someone who was talking about there are so many incredible stories in the Bible that we can take strategy and planning, oh. you know. God is the best strategist, the best planner, the best creator. I mean, he creates out of absolutely nothing. There is nobody in this world, there is nothing or no one that can create something from nothing. And uh, but our God, and um, yeah, why oh, wouldn't he? That. We've got all of his wisdom packed in this incredible book, and of course, as Christians, we know we have his Holy Spirit, so we have that direct line of communication with him. So, why wouldn't we uh, want to spend as much time as we can? Um, throughout our day. Now, let's talk about, Holly, the story flow method. Are you going to give us an example about how we can take any story and turn it into a sales email? Yeah, well, I love this and I love teaching it because sales for some people, um, there's this real disconnect, right? People feel like, oh, great, now I've got to be this lazy salesman from a car lot, right? That's the typical uh, picture that people have in their mind. And the truth is, is that when you understand that um, God is somebody who is, he's given us the power to create wealth. He is somebody who has um, solved problems from the beginning. Um, You know, when he saw that it wasn't good, he solved it. So that is, that is what sales are. You're finding something that is a problem and you're solving it. And so the best way to do that, the most natural way to do that is through storytelling And storytelling is something you've been doing your whole life. Like you go shoe shopping and you're going to come back and you're going to have a story. And, you know, it might be that you tried three different stores or it might be like, you won't believe what I tried on. And like, oh, then I had to settle for these or whatever your story may be. You you come back with the story and you'll you'll exchange it. So that's natural. So let's let's build on that. That's something that comes easy to you. And so let's move in that direction. Then flow the story flow part of my method stands for the acronym um, F-L-O-W, which is um, feeling. So we're going to tap into emotion. So as soon as you can identify what the emotion is that you want somebody to have at the end of your sales pitch, then you know how to craft the story that you're going to tell so that you can take them on a journey that makes them recognize, yeah, I've had that feeling before and I know exactly what you're telling me can happen in this moment. The L in flow is for learn. So what's your offer? What are you going to teach them? What are they going to learn that they could uh, experience that can change their life? 
or just bring about the best version of themselves. Um, O is option or decision point. So clarity is kindness. Let us not leave our customers or clients on the fence or just wondering like, oh, you know, I don't know if I should do this or not. Let's make it really clear. Let's bring them to a strong CTA call to action that says, hey, do you want to do this or not? Like make a decision. Just click here, right? Um, and then W is wow. So we're going to add in a little bit of wow factor. And sometimes that can come in visually with pictures or graphics, GIFs, um, emojis. Sometimes that's with the vulnerability you share in the story or the, or the details that you bring in. But you really want to create just something that's a little bit elevated in experience. It doesn't have to be full fireworks. You know, can, a single flame can be really special too. So you want to just elevate that. And so I'd love to show you the story flow and method. And I can do that right now, just using literally any story in your life, Emery. It can be like, get it, put it, you know, brushing your teeth in the morning, or it could be, um, you know, a moment that you traveled. It doesn't have to be huge, but it can be if you want it to be. Yeah. All right. Well, how about um, recently I have realized that I absolutely love gardening and I now have a, an incredible little hot house at the back and I just so enjoy <laughs> Um, growing my own um, plants. Okay, great. And so what's your favorite thing to garden? To garden? Well, at the moment, I'm just loving my lavender plants mm. that are growing. Now, I didn't okay. grow those from seeds, I have to admit, but uh, yes. they're growing really well. <laughs> and what do you like about them? Well, they, they look beautiful. At the moment, um, I have bees that are pollinating there. So I'm contributing to, to that. That's, so that's exciting. But they're also incredible um, medicinally as well. Mm -hmm. So I like lavender. Great. And, and so why didn't you garden before? Well, I did not know that I really would enjoy it. I mm -hmm. hadn't really felt that there was a need for it. And yeah, it, it didn't. And then, of course, you start looking on on um, the Instagrams and you see others and then you see, oh, you know, the health benefits and all of that kind of stuff. And then, hey, let's try it out and see what we can do. And then before you know it, you're knee deep in a pile of manure. <laughs> Yes, I love to garden. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, so tell me about, uh, let's pick one of your offers. What is something that you offer? Is there like a membership, a course? What's something? That uh, well, there's a course. Yes, yeah, sure. There's So there's a course for coaches who feel like the world's best kept secret. And uh, through that, we help them build their core business foundations, which is very much around brand and message and positioning in the marketplace. Okay. So they can go from invisible to influential. Okay, great. And so I think the emotion that we're going to take here is um, going to inspiration. We want to inspire these people to take action on the offer. So what I do is I take your story and I'm going to drop it right in the middle of the action. I'm going to make it really exciting. And I, you could do that either by starting with an action verb or you can do that with like um, uh, quotations, like, a, like communication, like you're actually saying something out loud. So... Um, Let's see. Now, this is off the top of my head, everybody. Normally, I have a little bit more time to massage a email and make it perfect. But off the top of my head, we'll do the story. So dropping it in the action, I would say, can you believe it? I was standing in my garden looking at all the growth after three months of watering, planting, dirt on my clothes, sweaty, hot days, wondering if anything was ever going to come to fruition. I stood and looked around and took in the scents of the lavender, the tomato plants, 
you know, the cucumbers, all of it bursting with life. And I did it. I did the work and the plants built themselves. How, how incredible is this? I bet you didn't know this, but I'm going to let you know a little secret. Did you know that your coaching business is the exact same way? You're going to start with some seeds. You're going to plant them. You're going to water. And one day you're going to look around and there's going to be flourishing growth. But here's the secret that no one tells you. There's actually, just like plants bloom and uh, grow under the right conditions with watering and growth, they need a seed. You need the seed. You need the thing that's going to make it happen. Well, inside my course, it's the seed for your business. All you need to do is water, to take the actions of making it grow. And when you follow this, this seed itself will start to bloom around you. And you can do that today. Call to action. When you join today, sign up in the next 24 hours and join this course and you'll become the next best or the, you're, you'll go from being the best kept secret to being something that everybody is displaying and letting everybody know about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. So you can see, right? Like, yeah, nearly off the top of my head. But you can see how this story that you have about gardening is very relatable. Everybody can, if they haven't gardened, they've seen things grow. So they yes. understand that concept. But then what you do is you bridge it to the offer, right? And you show this connection point. But you do that through emotion because everybody understands like when they've tried to do something and it's been day after day and you're wondering if anything's going to happen. And then suddenly overnight, you're like, whoa, I've got a garden. Yeah. Yeah. So you're taking that emotion and you're inspiring them and saying, you did all this hard work and wow, look at what's happened. You're going to do all this hard work in your business and wow, look what's happened. So when you can tap into the emotion, then you can tell the story and bring them to that decision point. So for example, we could take this exact same story about gardening and let's say that we wanted to um, do the emotion of, um, let's take a different emotion. Let's take a frustration mm. and they're frustrated with where they are. So you could take that exact same story and you could say, again, drop you in the middle of the action and you're looking around and, my hands were on my hip, my rake was in my hand, and I was ready. I was on the verge of saying a word that I, you know, refused to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> because after all my work, after all attempts, my garden was in disarray. What I didn't realize was that there was something, there was a critter coming into my garden and eating it overnight. Have you ever felt like that in your business? Have you ever felt like you've put in all this work, all the systems, all these structures? only to discover that there's been something time stealer coming in, destroying all of your work. Well, that ends today because just like I had to find the right tools to get rid of this vermin and put in some boundaries, that's what my course helps you do. I'll teach you how to put boundaries in your time, boundaries in your business, systems in place so that you can protect those wonderful things and keep them growing. Don't stay frustrated any longer. Join today. Yeah. Wow. Right? So when you know the emotion, you yeah. can take your story and craft it and just point it towards the offer mm -hmm. and then give that clear call to action so that they know, okay, yes, this is for me or no, it isn't.
Yeah. What I love about that too is that, you know, so often on social media, as you're building that know, like, and trust, um, and, um, you know, you take photos of certain things, it also gives someone a snapshot and insight into your life that is is not just about business, if that makes sense. So I will be sharing stories, but then I love how you you can also integrate that and make and, and many people struggle with with doing that, which is why you're so gifted yeah. at that. And guess what? And I love this too, you didn't even need to use AI, which is right. so <laughs> <laughs> in and of itself, isn't it? This was authentic. It was, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And, this is, and this is something you can practice even in your stories, uh, you know, and even, you know, doing your lives. Like it's it's a safe place to take a risk where, you're, you know, you can plan it out a little bit. You can go, okay, what's the feeling? What do I want them to learn? What's the decision point I want to bring them to? What's the option I want to give them? And don't worry about wow. First nail down those FLO pieces of your story. And then the wow will come. You'll start to sprinkle in some fun things or add in some sense of humor. So the, yeah, practicing on social media, your your stories, that's a great place. Oh, absolutely. And you know what it is? And this is what I what I often will say to clients is it's unique and uncopyable. Because the way you put it together, the way that you storytell, the journey, the examples that you give, yes, everyone gardens, but there's aspect of what you bring forward through the mannerisms and who you are when you blend that into how you share in that story can make an incredible impact and no one else can copy that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like you could bring in the lavender piece and the, how it's peaceful and medicinal and then translate that to your business, right? About how like, hey, did you know if you just put one pillar, like just like one plant, one pillar in place, it can bring a lot of peace. It can like be the thing that's like medicine to your business. You know, there's lots of ways that you can just create parallels. And yeah. when you do that, that creates a really beautiful story picture. Yes, yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Love that. So how can people find out more about you, Holly? Where is the best place for them to connect? Yeah. So hollycwilliams.com. You're going to go there. There's no website yet. There's just a landing page where you can get onto my email list. And that is the best place for you to be because I give templates away, um, email tips. Um, I have all sorts of fun things that happen on my email list. And then on Instagram. So you want to follow me at thehollycwilliams.com or sorry, thehollycwilliams. And um, there I do reels and I do lots of fun things. You'll see the story flow in action. Sometimes I go live and do a story flow method right with uh, with another business owner. And you're, you're welcome to reach out and say, hey, would you do that live with me? Um, because I love I love showing that sales is very easy. And as if you can connect through story and emotion, you can sell whatever it is that you need to sell. Yeah. And you've got that story there and people can relate to that story and it really mm -hmm. doesn't feel salesy at all because the person who is listening to that or reading it, however your whatever communication um, modem you're using, um, resonates with it. And yeah, I, I do feel invisible or yeah, I am frustrated. And uh, it certainly doesn't. I love that. Now, one of the things that I do at uh, the end of every episode on this podcast is just to finish with a word of prayer. Can I do that uh, yes, today, Holly? 
I'd love Thanks. that. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Holly today and hear her share her wisdom and insights and gifts um, in the work that she does, but also being able to just be in, be yeah, be blessed through um, hearing how she spends time with you through her day inviting you in um, to, yeah, her business and just really um, surrendering her, herself to you, Father. And this is what you want for all of your children. So, Father, we just pray that you'll continue to bless her business, the clients' businesses that she's working with. We also um, pray for those people who are listening and watching and even the recording that they can take um, what they need away from, what you want them to, to take away from this interview today, Lord, and implement that within their business so that they can continue to grow a business that glorifies you, that will bring you out into the marketplace, even if we're not necessarily speaking about you, but rather how we do business the way that you would want us to do that. Let us be the light in the world as we continue to do that. And we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much once again. Have absolutely loved uh, today's conversation and the examples that you gave um, us and highly recommend people go, go and follow Holly and uh, see the different uh, channels that she's on. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I'd love to come back sometime. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Before I go, are you a coach or a consultant who feels like the world's best kept secret? Your experience is vast, yet secretly you're frustrated because despite all of your hard work, you're just not getting the visibility, the recognition or new clients you'd hope for and you don't know why? I've created a free resource that'll help you build visibility, generate leads and enroll dream clients with ease because you're seen as a trusted authority, even in a crowded marketplace. And you've Positioned yourself as the choice versus just a choice for your dream client. To get started, go to annemariecross.com forward slash gift. That's annemariecross.com forward slash gift. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>